My favorite Frankenstein movie is Young Frankenstein. End of discussion. That one that Kenneth Branagh did with Helena Bonham Carter and Robert De Niro was a little too frightening for me. Stylistically, it was fantastic, but just too much. It's also National Civics Day. Mike's out of left field recordings. Recording everything. Captures actions that will never again be repeated. It's National Civics Day, which means that that celebrates the importance of civic education all across America. Alexander Hamilton, John Jay, James Madison, they wrote 85 essays under the pen name Publius. The essays were published in newspapers across New York State. The first essay was published on this date in 1787. The Federalist Papers, also known as the Federalists, supported the passing of the United States Constitution and urged citizens to ratify the legislation. Hamilton Jay and Madison's essays outlined the Constitution, providing thorough explanations for citizens. Civic education prepares students for their roles as citizens. That's what civics is. Governments at every level are not self-sufficient organisms. They require the action of civic-minded individuals to continue a constitutional democracy. It's all of our responsibility. A civic-minded society understands and accepts these responsibilities and rights. So students benefit from strong civics education in many ways. They get improved critical thinking, communication skills, community service, and civic engagement. And they're also more likely to vote, volunteer, engage in political discussions at home, work in community projects, speak publicly, and communicate with elected officials. In my civic class, we had a trial that we performed. I was a uh, lawyer. I think I was a defense lawyer. And that was fascinating. And if I had continued along that path, I would be so rich today. But no, I did not. The Daily Haley. The Almost Daily Haley. Oh, looks like... Machi, machi. They, do they have a bit? Oh, okay. I thought, for example, all right, National Day Calendar is where I got all that information. And it looked to me... It's also National American Beer Day. Ah. It, it doesn't that seem that date oh beer it's sometimes just beer day that pops up but American beer is the one. No, I was going to say the National Day calendar should put a podcast out. It does this was not a podcast however, but dang, if they're interested and they're listening, I would be up for that. Americans consume roughly 20 U.S. gallons of beer per capita annually As we go outside a cafe anyway Where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast Somewhere in Podcastro Valley Anyway The last place on earth After Congress repealed prohibition The industry consolidated into a small number of large-scale breweries The majority of the new breweries in the U.S. are small breweries and brew pubs As members of the Brewers Association, they are termed craft breweries I always call them micro-brews, but they are craft breweries To differentiate them from larger and older breweries And it's not going so well for them lately Das Brew, which is a wonderful beer place in Fremont where I work 
is closing this weekend is their last weekend and I am saddened by that we do have so many craft breweries around the Bay Area though maybe it's just a case of too many Mike's Matthewsman Park Front panel will close automatically. Please remain seated at all times. Local brewery. And you've heard that thing, Addendum with Kevin. And you've probably gone, what the heck is that? Well, Kevin has been on my podcast many times. He actually is the manager at a brewery in Alameda called Almanac Brewing. And he's awesome. And I need to have him back on the podcast again soon. Outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley, the last place on earth. Look who's here right now. Hey, wait. I thought these guys were just here. Okay. Oh, no, this is him. Hello, my commercials, madam. Ooh, the big I have not just been here. It's been a while. Ooh. Yes. Do you like beer? Yes. Do you like craft breweries? Yes. Do you like Budweiser? No. Wow. The Fascinating Material Project. I used to date Anheuser-Busch. What? Hey, kids. Was that a, that was a guy, wasn't it? Hmm. It's me. Look who else is here. Don't read me the clown. Oh, Dave Mike, this is Valentino the Barking Attending. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, we was talking to each other today because that's what we do all day, standing here in the parking lot next to the parking lot booth. D. Yeah, haunted parking lot booth. Do you know that? Oh, that's right. You're going to have a haunted parking lot booth in the parking lot. That's going to be cool. People are going to get to go and see that and be scared. And and it's not very big, though. Are you sure that's going to work? I mean, they're just going to walk in and walk out. That's not much time to do a haunt. And now we return you to our regularly scheduled program with Mike Matthews. I'm not going to get in the way of your dreams. Do you know that more people are missing car payments? A record number of subprime borrowers are behind on their auto loan payments by 60 days or more. The average car payment for a new vehicle is $725 a month. And that's up almost 12% from last year. The new lease payments average around $586, also up 12% from last year. Used cars have the lowest average monthly payments, but it's only slightly less than lease payments at $516, so about $70 cheaper car per month. Car payments have become the highest expense for some Gen Zers and Millennials. Sometimes even exceeding their rent High interest rates are also having an impact With many turning to borrowing to cope Credit card debt surpassed $1 trillion for the first time So you see that is happening to people using their credit cards The Cutting Corners Corner Corner The Cutting Corners Corner Prime borrowers are charged far less at around 6.4% and 8.75% respectively on average. (laughs) And that all from Rob Black, who produces the, uh, who brings you the Rob Black show. I produce his podcast and he does his show live in the Bay Area 
on AM 1220 KDOW in the mornings And he's also on Cron TV At about 9 some, Sometime in the 9 o'clock hour Monday through Thursday We love you Mike And let's see anything else Oh So Apple has got this. The teenagers A fine article Sports fans To streaming Cause you know what the hottest thing On television is right now Sports Apple's deal with Major League Soccer They have a deal with Major League Soccer And it's paying off It's rumored to be bidding On Formula One and NBA rights Speculation is that Apple could buy Or partner with ESPN Cause you know Disney wants to Move that away from their overall plan Apple could also bid on NFL Sunday night ticket Apple wants sports That can deliver on three standards Exclusivity Global And premium Apple isn't interested in purchasing Regional rights Like here in the Bay Area The San Francisco Giants Their big fish is more like uh, Formula One is what they want Formula One operates as a more exclusive sport That attracts a higher income consumer And the average age of NBA, NHL, MLB viewers Is around 42 Uh, Let's see, it's the average age is 42 For NBA The average age of an NHL fan is 49 And the average age of a Major League Baseball fan is 57 Ginormous Interesting Formula One's younger audience With the average age of 36 years Is enticing to Apple So we Speaking of Disney We're watching Tom Hiddleston Not the Loki show thing But a movie he did Or is actually a miniseries For about six episodes Each episode lasting an hour He did with Hugh Laurie The guy that played House He Plays this arms dealer Hugh Laurie does And Tom Hiddleston Basically Goes undercover to bring him down Olivia Coleman's in it And it was a nail biter Wow We watched it, it's a, it takes place all over the globe And it is Was pretty cool, it's called the Night Manager And apparently There's going to be a new Night Manager Season But Tom will not be in it and it is going to be on Disney Plus. Cajun style turkey is going to be available at Popeyes. The Marco Minute. The Marco Minute. One turkey costs $99 plus tax and it feeds 12 people. That's the latest. And. There's a guy at work that says I say the that's the latest a lot So I need to I guess I need to change that <laughs> I I like to say That and wrap things up by saying That's the latest Is that wrong? Biden's urgent Oval Office address Omitted reference to border crisis Oh really? There's somebody here on the far right that wants to complain about that he didn't mention the border crisis when he was there to discuss the Middle East and 
the um, the Ukraine situation, but more so the Middle East, because that was on everyone's minds last week. Everybody forgets it's this revisionist thinking. You will travel into the incredible universe. <laughs> <laughs> and we are not pro Hamas here at Mike's Daily Podcast. No way at all. No terrorists are horrible, bad, and should be eliminated from the face of the earth. That's just sort of an opinion we throw here at the end of the podcast. But you can tell me what you think. You can call this number. Call Mike at the Cafe Anyway hotline. Area code 510-228-4640. The Word of Dog. Oh, best city for vampires. We'll end on this note. This kind of an up note. This was according to Lawn Love. They sent me an email from lawnlove.com. I guess they do these sort of weird studies because I guess they help your lawn. But apparently big cities like New York, which is, I guess, the number one city for vampires. Chicago's at number two, Philadelphia at number four. Fly to the top of our ranking with a plethora of potential victims and blood donation centers. Woo! 23 states like Massachusetts, Ohio, and Illinois, and the District of Columbia rank in the better half. Cities across New England and the Midwest dominate thanks to lower rates of sunshine and scores of underground layers like basements. That makes them good for vampires. All Connecticut cities in the top 100 are in the top 100 due to high historical cloud cover. That means less sun, and that means vampires can get around because sun makes them go poof. Four sun-baked states. They get lots of sun. That'd be Hawaii, New Mexico, Nevada, and Idaho. They lurk in the bottom half, so not so bad to get to have uh, the vampire get you. Apparently, Idaho is the only U.S. state that has outlawed cannibalism. They throw that in here. And Arizona, seven Arizona cities are in the top 10 with bountiful sunshine and few basements to evade the rays. Oh, they're in the bottom 10. So they're being in Arizona is pretty safe. Wasn't there a movie, though, with um, Mr. Uh, the, the guy from... ER and a couple other people that are battling vampires out in the desert. Yes, Clooney. However, not all sunny cities deter vampires. Tucson ties with Atlanta for the third highest number of vampire groups. What? And Phoenix and Scottsdale, Arizona each have vampire friendly clubs. Wow. Did not, I did not know that. Hey, there was something else I wanted to bring to you, but apparently I've deleted it, and so therefore it will not be said on this podcast. But if I find it in my trash folder somewhere, I will pull it back out because it was pretty dang interesting what somebody said that they sent to me. But if you would like to send something to me email-wise with information on that and more stuff, it's A-Frame. Makes TV is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. 
Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.